Good morning, Parker. I trust you slept well. No? I shall have to speak to the guards. Get you a bed, perhaps. This is outrageous. Where am I? Is this the resort? <laughs> if only. I'm a family at the resort. I demand to know if they're safe. You demand? Interesting. Hey, sis. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I've, I've been on Hapsol. My friends have a thread going about Hollowville. There's this new simulation we want to try. Can I talk to you? Sure. You remember when we were kids? Mum and Dad used to read us stories. At bedtime? Yeah, right. At bedtime. Well, do you remember the story about the princess who had to go away and do all those quests so that her best friend... The mouse prince? That's him. So that he could be safe from evil rain gods. Well, I was thinking about that earlier. And it kind of made me want to come and tell you about it. Okay, that's sweet. Why, though? I love you, sis. You know that, right? Oh, my God. What's happened to Parker? Mom, Dad, Parker's sick! <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I love you. Remember that. It's important. That was the last conversation you had with your sister, wasn't it? It must be hard to hear. You're a bastard. It was all very interesting. Not the most subtle coded way of telling her you were about to leave, about to abandon her forever. In fact, I'd call it cold. If you know everything, if you have recordings of everything I ever did or, or said, why are you questioning me? What's the point? There are gaps. Moments we can't put together. We need to know who and how, and most of all, why. And if I can't remember? <laughs> oh, Parker. Citizen Parker Bradshaw. No. If you ever want to get out of here, you're going to have to do a lot better than that. Everyone's Happy, Episode 2, Immune. Well, this is uncomfortable. Is anyone going to say anything? You will reach your destination in six minutes. That's not what I had in mind. The Edge is an area of outstanding natural beauty. Before the Great Rezoning... Have you disabled the car's comms as well? I have. Parker, turn off your comms. We can't have them out for long, though. You said the edge has been glitching lately, so it's plausible that we were out of range, if anyone notices. If anyone notices. But they probably won't. They shouldn't be monitoring us. We've been managing to keep things under the radar. Only just about managing. What are you talking about? Mum, are you crying? Come on now. This has to be done.
Do you think this is far enough? Probably. Let's get a bit closer to the waterfall. What's going on? Why have you come out here? Parker, love, huddle in really close. That's it. If this is a family outing, then why isn't Cindy with us? Where's the picnic? We've been to the edge before. I love these hills, you know I do. This feels weird. Your mum and I... We have something to tell you. That's something else I've noticed. I couldn't put my finger on it at first, but look at you. You're not... You're not okay. I can't even say it. It sounds ridiculous. Well, okay, I'll say it. You seem sad. We're not sad. I'm sad. You... You what? Parker, what we have to tell you isn't going to be easy to hear. Hold on. Mum, did you say you're feeling sad? I feel a lot of things. And not all of them are good. You do? But how is that possible? What about the medication? It doesn't work for us. The medication, the programme. None of it. Doesn't work for your mum. Or me. Or you. So we're... No. No, it, it can't be true. You're both happy. You're always happy. It is true, love. I'm so sorry. We've learned how to pretend. How to fake it. It's the only way to survive. Survive? There's so much you don't know, Parker. We had to keep you safe and there was no way of knowing if it would work for you. There was always a chance. Cindy. She's fine, isn't she? Even with her illness, Euphronico works for her. She's not immune. Even as I say the word out loud, it doesn't feel real. I can't take it in. Immune. The worst thing to be. So I'll never be happy. Never. Yes, that's right. Cindy's lucky. She's not like us. Everything in her world is smoothed out, easy. And we wouldn't have it any other way. At least fate gave her that. You've no idea how much I've wished it for you as well, sweetheart. I've wished it so hard. How long have you known? For certain? Since we saw you with that boy at Hollowville. I lost my temper with him. I couldn't control it. But we'd suspected for a while. We saw how sad you were when your grandma passed. How hard you tried to hide it. For us, it's easy to tell when someone else is faking. There seemed to be a darkness around you, like a fog. Oh, gee, thanks. And that, the sarcasm. Teenagers who come through orientation successfully are never sarcastic. They're too damn happy. You're too clever, Parker. And funny. That's also a problem. If you were a little dull, a little less sparky, it might be easier to fake the effects of the programme. You're going to find it really difficult. Um, I think you just paid me a compliment. But you guys managed to fake it, so I can too, right? And I have been. That, that's what I've been doing all this time. I mean, OK, not brilliantly, and you've seen through it, but y- you can teach me, can't you? We can't stay out here much longer. We need to get it done. Get what done? Mum? 
You look like you're about to cry again. This is too much for me. My, my whole life, you guys have shown no negative emotion at all, and now you're crying and Dad looks like the world's about to end and... Oh, holy crap. What's wrong? Where, where are you going? You need to stay close. No, I, I don't think so. I think I'm going to head on over here on my own. Thanks. What are you talking about? Come back. We need to stay by the waterfall just in case we can be overheard. I'm a liability to you, aren't I? And you know, I, I thought it said Parker's in danger, but now I realise it read Parker is a danger. To you and to Cindy. You're experts at faking it, but I'm not. So you've brought me out here. You've walked me up to the edge of the dome, to, to the very top of the hills, and... Are you going to kill me? <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, he... oh, Parker, how could you think such a thing? Parker, you are the absolute limit. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, go on. Have a good laugh at me. <laughs> Come on, sweetheart. You have to admit, it's quite funny. I mean, as if we'd brought you out here for that. Were your parents? I don't know. I suppose it is a bit... But what was I supposed to think? You've been acting so strange lately. Honestly, your face, that was priceless. It is nice to see you laughing. I mean, I guess this is what it sounds like when you're genuinely happy. <laughs> it's ironic, isn't it? We've come all the way out here to get away from being overheard, only to have a proper laugh. Ben says irony is the last refuge of the damned. I've no idea what that means. What? What did I say? Love, there's uh, something else you need to understand. The system has ears and eyes everywhere. Not always in real time, but there are echelon codes. Words and phrases it listens for. And negative emotions in people's voices and on their faces. Those kind of things send a message to the system. And if you become a person of interest, there will be an investigation. I know this. Why are you telling me this? The other thing the system monitors is comms being disabled. Like we did in the car. I think about Ben and me going to our special place by the bridge and turning off our comms. I wonder how many times we've done that, and whether it's been flagged. I'm certainly not going to tell my dad about it. So we really do need to get back down there and start to act normal again. Do you understand? Yes, but... I know you have a hundred questions, but they'll have to wait. We'll find another way to answer them. Your mum and I, we have an old-fashioned paper and pen notepad we write in. It's a blunt way to communicate, but it works. Hmm. I know about your notes. I found one, remember? We must be more careful of how we dispose of them, Janelle. Yeah, I know. Sweetheart, you can't see Ben anymore. I thought we were going to build up to that more slowly. Not just blurt it out. We're running out of time. She had to know what's at stake. And now she does. Honey, we've all had to make sacrifices. But the people who are closest to us, they can see through our behaviour. Ben will be able to tell that you're pretending. Do you see? From this point on, you must always be positive and uplifted and calm. With your other friends it will be easier, but with Ben... No. You have to, love. There's no other way. You don't understand. I think Ben is immune too. He's no good at faking it either. We have to go. We've already been away too long. I don't like being away from Cindy. What if something's happened? I'm getting anxious. 
It's going to be harder to fake it if I'm anxious. What about Ben? We all have to live in this world the way we find it, not the way we want it to be. We just do what we can. I'm sorry. There was a time when societies lived in fear of certain destruction. Climate change, deadly infections, global instability. These were real-world threats from the outside. But the most insidious threat of all came from inside our own bodies and minds. How could we improve our circumstances when our heads were blasted with negative thoughts? How could we make healthy choices when we felt depressed, anxious and overwhelmed. Generations before you had to struggle alone and unsupported. But you, citizens of New Island State, have the happiness program. Engineered by the best scientists in the world, your government-mandated drug, Euphronicol, removes all negative emotions and leaves only joy. No more the ups and downs that once plagued society and did untold damage to people's lives. In your climate-controlled, safe, secure cities, you are happy this way. The Happiness Programme has saved billions, provided free food to every citizen and created a more empowered community. Every day, be grateful and say, with a smile on your face, the world's a better place. Mum and Dad weren't kidding with the paper notes. I found one on my bed last night, detailing my new regime to help me manage my moods, and now here's another. Instructions on how I should spend my day. First thing I'm going to do is find a pen and paper and write them a note back. It'll say something like, thanks for ruining my life. Good morning, sleepyhead. Let's get some fresh air in here. It's a beautiful day and everybody is happy. Mum, you sound like the public service announcement. With a smile on your face, the world's a better place. It's true. Come on, little Miss Grumpy. Get out from under the duvet. We've got college in 15 minutes. Five messages. (sighs) What's up? You're being weird. Get a life, Ben. You're the weirdo. Lucy, no, I'm not up for a sleepover. Delete. Parker, breakfast. Coming. Just check into Hapsol, see what's... Oh, Ben, that's the kookiest selfie ever. You'll never guess what Ben posted on Hapsol. Good morning, Parker. Can you come and sit down, please? She's okay, Aidan. Let her have a breakfast. 
which government-grown food substitute shall I consume today? I think I'll go for Wednesday, because it's a Wednesday. So nutritious and also fun! <laughs> You're hilarious, Parker. So, what did he post? How are you feeling, sis? Uh, do you need anything from the fridge? I'm all good, thanks for asking. Can you please sit down to eat? We're all sitting here at the island. It would be nice if you join us. Ben posted on his hapso feed this photo from outside the plant. He's pointing to that sign, you know, that massive grinning face that hangs over the entrance. And he's kind of mimicking it, but it just comes off as lame. He should be careful, mocking the system and the plants that way. He could get into trouble. I like Ben. Mm, do you now? Want me to put a word in for you? No. Your sister doesn't want you to put a word in for her. Is that a fact? You could cut the atmosphere in here this morning with a government-approved bread knife. Cindy, honey, let's go back to your room so we can get you dressed. OK, Mum. Cindy takes the only bit of genuine happiness with her. And the emotional temperature of the kitchen drops about ten degrees. I glare at my dad and he glares back. I'll be honest, I like this new reality. He can't berate me and I know it. The system is listening and now I know the truth. So, no more bullshit. He passes me a note. I make a big show of rolling my eyes before I read it. Go and do your meditation, it says. Go to hell, my expression replies. I'm not playing ball. The list they gave me last night is brutal. Meditation, herbal supplements that I am pretty sure are banned in the dome, and daily journaling. Plus, I have to do yoga with my mum, and choir with Cindy. Oh, just kill me now. Right, time for me to get ready for college. Don't forget this. I don't need that. Take it anyway. I don't think so. Parker, will you please just... Catch you later, Dad. College is starting. Yeah, I cannot lie. I am loving seeing him squirm. While I wait for college to come online, I think about all the times he and Mum must have been mad or hurt or scared. And they managed to hide it. I can't get my head around this immune thing. But I know all about being a fake. <laughs> Looks like it's in my blood. Days, Parker. Where have you been? I'm trying to get a hold of you for two days. Okay, chill out. Chill out? We're going out of my mind. The panic in Ben's voice. He's out of control. Come on, Ben. Get it together. Perhaps if I take the lead. So, I'm just walking through the shopping district. I was thinking of buying Cindy a present. It's a birthday next month. He takes a breath and I hear him switch. She'll be 19, won't she? She will. She doesn't look it, though. Her illness makes her look much younger. 
Cindy takes after your mum, I reckon. The blonde hair, the bubbly personality, while you've got straight dark hair. And a straight dark personality to match? <laughs> I have to go, Ben. Are you okay, really? Sure. I just have a lot on my mind. Let's meet up soon. After a while, I do what I came out here for. The dictaphone and headphones are hidden under my jacket. I sit on a bench and slide the headphones on. Then I pull up my hood to hide them. As I listen to Grandma's voice, I make a vow. I'll master this stuff, just the way my parents have. I'll figure out how to exist in the dome and how to fake being part of the programme. I'll do the meditation and I'll write in my journal every damn day. And I'll do it for you, Grandma. Because in five days' time, it's the goodbye ceremony. And I have to get my act together for that. If I don't, I can't even think about what'll happen if I don't. I might be an old lady, but I've been around for a long, long time. I've got eyes and ears, and I know what's going on. Oh, yes. (laughs) They can't hide anything from me. day. Begin with three calming breaths. In. Out. In. Out. In. Sweets, can I have some? They're not sweets, honey. These are just for Parker. They're painkillers. Oh, sorry, sis. Are you sick? No. I mean, yeah. Just a headache. I'll be fine. Dad, where did you get these? Take them. They help. Fine, Dad. I can see they're really helping you. It goes on like this for days. I meditate before college and again after college. I do yoga with my mum and play tennis with my friends Lucy and Francine. And I post on my hapsole feed. Grinning, giggling, (laughs) posing, wide-eyed, impossibly happy. I even go to choir practice with Cindy. The weird thing is, I think it's actually starting to work. For the first time in a long time... I don't feel so empty. I don't even want to scream at mum when she corrects my downward dog. I'm not sure what this feeling is, but it feels like progress. By the end of the week, I'm ready. 
I want to talk to you about the ceremony, Parker. Goodbye ceremonies can be uncomfortable if you don't know what to expect. I went to my first one as a child and it was confusing. Where are Mum and Cindy? Why can't we go in the car with them? I don't like the tram. Because I wanted to talk to you. There's something off about him today. He sounds fine, but his face has no colour and his eyes are red-rimmed. He's struggling too, I suppose. He misses his mother. I'd like to take his hand or, or hug him, but I won't. Let's go over there, where it's quiet. Who are all these people? We're in front of a crisp white building, bounded by tall poplars and a well-kept lawn. At least 50 people are milling about on the lawn and I don't recognise anyone. They're all wearing typical citrus-bright clothes that hurt my eyes and are perfectly groomed, of course. I have my favourite black top on and my blue jeans, but I have a green sash like everyone else. It looks like it's going to be a bigger event than I thought. You need to prepare yourself. I know about recycling, Dad. We learnt it in school. When you die, you go into the greater good to be used for energy and to benefit the community of the dome. Right. It's just... It's one thing to understand it as an abstract concept, another to see it happening to someone you loved. Love, Dad. I haven't stopped loving Grandma just because she's dead. What does he mean? See it happening? Where are you going? We need to find your mum and Cindy. I follow him across the lawn. I think about calling Ben, getting him to help me stay calm, but of course can't do that. What a happy day. I see you're here to say goodbye as well. Um, yeah. My grandma. She died three weeks ago. That's lovely. You must be so proud. It's my daughter. Oh, I'm so... I bite down on my lip. Hard. This woman is younger than my mum. And her daughter is dead. And look at her. She's so... Happy. I force a smile and she drifts away. Where did Dad go? I have to try and get through this ceremony without losing my shit completely. I've got to be strong. For Grandma. Dad, there you are. Where's Mum? Why are there so many people here? I I don't understand. Parker. What's happening? He puts his hands over my comms, presumably to try and block them out. I wish he could block out what I'm seeing inside that building. The whole front of it has opened up and... I'm so sorry. I didn't know it would be this bad. It's an open ceremony, Parker. Multiple people going in for recycling. I should have tried harder to warn you. Those... up there in the boxes? They're bodies? Yes. There's a woman here. She's lost a daughter. She doesn't even seem sad. There's no sadness here, is there? But there is. There's sadness everywhere. Scientists can make a drug and block out the pain in everybody's minds, but it it can't have disappeared completely, can it? Come here. Put your head against my chest and you won't have to look. I'm so sorry, love. I'm so sorry. I, I can't stand to see this, but... I can't look away. In the building there are 18, maybe... Twenty glass-fronted boxes lined up side by side and standing upright. The bodies of the people we love are inside them, draped in white robes. They're staring out at us, rigid in their see-through coffins. What is this horror? Why are we here, watching this? I can see my grandma. I see men, women, children, 
This is too much. It's all sliding away from me again, and I'm falling. I can't breathe. It's happening the way it always happens. Slipping through the cracks, the world disappearing. You have to hold it together. Please. I pull myself back in time to see so many faces around me, and they're gazing at each other in wonder, and they're laughing and clapping. They're... They are happy. How I hate them. But how I wish I was like them. They haven't noticed me yet. They haven't noticed that I'm clinging onto my dad like like a person who's drowning. Suddenly all the coffins begin to move. I see my grandma lurch towards the side of the building along with the others. This must be where the recycling process will happen. Will they make us watch it? The glass boxes are rocking slightly and... There's something almost comical about it. And it's horrific that it could be funny. Monstrous. I start to imagine the process in detail. I I can't not imagine it. They'll take her hair, her eyes, her teeth. She had great, strong teeth for her age. They'll take her organs, her nails, her her papery skin, her her blood. And finally, the rest of her will be burnt for energy. No... No, I, I, I can't bear it. Not her. For your mum and for Cindy, please try to breathe. Please, put a smile on your face. A smile? My grandma, your mother is about to be ripped into little pieces in front of our eyes. I can't smile about it, Dad. I, I can't. How can you not be devastated at what you're seeing? Did I just say that out loud? We need to leave. He, he takes his hand off my wrist. I look around her trying to breathe more normally but I can already tell it's too late people are smiling, of course they are but they're also whispering to each other, just like they were in the park with the poster man and his revolution one guy's talking into his comms, my stomach lurches are the enforcers already on the way? Dad I'm so sorry it's essential you do exactly as I say it's time be thankful our great gift of a dome. I watch, sickened, as the first box reaches the end of the conveyor. The glass front opens and the body drops into the mouth of an enormous metal funnel. I'm gonna be sick. Janelle, love, will you meet us at the front with the car right now? As soon as you can. Bring Cindy. You know, we can go and see all the parts they've collected at the end. It's an amazing process. It might help your daughter adapt. Thank you. We'll do that. Dad, please, I need to get out of here. Your mum's nearly here. It's Grandma. She's about to go in. Dad, make them stop. That's not it. It's it's this one. Right. Let's start again. It's Parker, isn't it? Yes. Parker Bradshaw. My, I'm having quite the day of it today. Can you believe I was up early this morning and I was painting my kitchen, this little project I've got going, and this can of paint 
tipped up all over my head. Oh. <laughs> Look, I've got misty blue highlights in my hair. Did you notice? Uh, yeah, I guess so. You thought she's gone a little crazy this session. Am I right? No, I didn't I didn't think that. Okay, let's make a start. <clears throat> this is our yes, it's our third session. Time is flying, isn't it? And how are you feeling today? Good. I'm good. That's great. Okay. So we've had the results back of your latest tests. Can I ask a question? Ah. One of your famous questions. Oh, um... It's okay, you go ahead. You have more questions than most, but I'm getting used to it. What do you want to know? I was just... Well, the thing with the pain. How does it feel when stuff like that happens? How does it feel? <laughs> it feels wet. <laughs> That's not really... I mean, like... I get it that the medication makes us feel good, but don't you ever get irritated, upset or annoyed? Parker, are you back to asking how the medication works again? No, I, I just... Because we've been over this multiple times and there's just no way you'd understand. The truth is, I can't tell you because I don't understand. My dad hurt his finger once. My window jammed and he was fixing it, and then it came down suddenly on his hand. Ouch. Yeah. But then he was suddenly fine. Not upset like I would have been. There was blood on the towel, though, so it must have hurt. That's a lovely story, Parker. And it's exactly why I enjoy working for the Happiness Programme. See how much it helps people. But, but he must have been in pain, right? Or does pain go away? Is that how it works? Or do you just not care about pain anymore? I'm not sure I understand. When I was a kid, if I hurt myself at the playground, my mum would come running. So she feels concerned for me and, and she cares about my sister, who, who's really sick. But that's completely different. I just wonder is all. What does it feel like to not be bothered about stuff? You'll know for yourself soon, won't you? You should be feeling the effects of your dosing any day now. In fact, I have the latest test results right here and... It's not good, is it? It's early days, Parker. It's still very early days. Just keep on consuming your daily food packs and everything will be fine. been following your hapsole feed. It's like you've been abducted by aliens. Don't be stupid. What is wrong with you? Nothing. I'm fine. Fine? Wasn't it the goodbye ceremony today? Do you want to come play tennis tomorrow? No, I don't want to play tennis. What was that? There's someone at the door of our apartment. Just hold on a minute. Ben, something's wrong. Uh, go on, look. Okay. Hold on. Ben? It's enforcers. There are two enforcers at our apartment. Parker, what's happening? What's going on? I have to go. Wait. I watch through the smallest crack in my door. 
The enforcers have those sticks in their utility belts. The one I saw him use on the man in the park. It's so shocking seeing them here in our apartment. One of them's talking to my dad. The other is leaning against the wall by the door. You've got it wrong, Sergeant. If that's what they said, they were mistaken. The report said hysterical, sir. And the system picked up expressions of extreme distress. That's a violation of the happiness program. I appreciate that. It sounds very serious. Would anyone like a cup of tea? Some biscuits? My daughter and I have been baking today. Is this your daughter? Yes. Hi. Would you like a cookie? He takes the cookie and his hand, so close to my sister's fragile body, makes me gag. She smiles up at him and he pulls down his black balaclava to eat. I see grey and stubble, a hooked nose. He grins at Cindy and then takes another cookie and passes it to his partner. It shakes his head. The enforcer shrugs and shoves the biscuit into one of his pockets. I'm sure I don't need to remind you of the consequences of not reporting a minor who isn't responding to the program, sir. You certainly don't. And I'm sure I don't need to remind you of my position at the plant. Good night. Thanks for stopping by. I close my door. All the work I've done. Everything I've tried. I know now it isn't going to help. I can't do this. I will never be able to fake it like they can. And every day I try, I'm just putting them all in danger. My mum, my dad and Cindy. Hey sis, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I've, I've been on Hapsol. My friends have a thread going about Hollowville. There's this new simulation we want to try. Can I talk to you? Sure. You remember when we were kids? Mum and Dad used to read us stories. At bedtime? Yeah, right. At bedtime. Well, do you remember the story about the princess who had to go away and do all those quests so that her best friend... The mouse prince? That's him. So that he could be safe from evil rain gods. Well, I was thinking about that earlier. And it kind of made me want to come and tell you about it. It's nearly midnight. A new day is about to begin, but now... Everything is different. And now I know what I have to do. Now, I just need to make sure I'm covered. Yes, that's good. All safe and sound under here. <clears throat> Parker, if you're listening to this, it means I'm most likely dead and my body has been sent for recycling. Which is all for the best, really. Don't be sad, my girl. Now... You might be surprised to hear me say that, but I know, you see, I know, I know a lot more than you imagine. I take out the tapes and arrange them in order. They're numbered one through to ten in my grandma's spidery writing. I put on the headphones. 
I've, I've dug out an old baseball cap to hide them. I fell asleep earlier, listening to a voice. <laughs> so calming. Grandma, did you know your tapes had helped me? <laughs> well, of course you did. You knew your death would nearly destroy me. And then you knew how to bring me back to safety. Now, this is important, so listen carefully. There's a place you can go to, dear, if it all gets too much. You won't like it there at first. It will be very different. But don't worry. There's someone who will help you. A young man. Oh, you like him, Parker. <laughs> He's very handsome. But don't go getting any ideas, my girl. You're only 17. Yes, I know what you're thinking. You're nearly 18. I am thinking that. But I'm also thinking, how did she know how old I'd be when she died? When exactly did she record these tapes? It's a mystery, and I don't like mysteries. His name is Sid. He'll look after you. He'll show you what to do. After that, my darling girl, you're on your own. Everyone's Happy, created by Joanne Phillips, starring Rebecca McLaughlin, Harry Gill, Paisy Iqbal, Diana Manthe, John Beagles, Laura Sergina, Jess Goff and Judith Jenkins. Special guest, Jules Hudson. Also in this episode, Incognito Cass and Tatiana Gefter. Written, directed and produced by Joanne Phillips. Studio recording and mix by Mick Haydock. Sound design by Zoran Nikolic. Theme music by Rebel and Sons. Special thanks to Anne Renshaw and Laura Rinney. For full credits, transcripts and more, visit gravytreemedia.com. Everyone's Happy is a Gravy Tree Media production. <laughs>